can go out and you can buy an off-the-shelf item, match it up with some good wardrobe. All of a sudden you have an icon character that everyone will remember. People being exposed to Silicon Mask has really opened up the industry and set an expectation level for any live events that are happening now. Coming up, if your customers have the same masks as your actors, does that change anything for your haunt? From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is our Vendor Showcase series in partnership with the Haunted Attraction Association. CFX masks started 17 years ago in haunted houses, and they have since expanded into other markets. And with that perspective, they're noticing a few things. More people are aware of silicon masks now because of social media. And due to the expansion in e-commerce, they have access to the same materials as haunts do. In fact, CFX is extending their annual Transworld sale this year online to give everyone access. Overall, that's lowering the barriers for people to create characters, and they certainly are. But what does that mean for haunts? Well, we'll find out. Here's Tabitha and Josh from CFX Masks, and we started off discussing their big annual sale at Transworld. So 602, our same 10 by 50 booth, we'll have a plethora of masks there for you guys to look at. Almost close to 200 masks, and we're bringing quite a few pairs of gloves as well to match those masks. Guts. You guys love our guts, so we're going to be bringing a lot of guts, a lot of the small intestines, a lot of the hearts, the fingers, the toes, all of the in-between bits. And of course, we're going to have some awesome swag bag for you guys. Super popular. You guys love the swag bag. So we're bringing that back. Of course, the worms and the lanyards. But most importantly, I know everybody is really excited about the sale. So we are offering our normal Transworld sale where we are doing $75 off the masks and gloves. Um, and that's anything ordered at the show, made to order, or cash and carried at the show um, as well. On top of that, we are also extending our Transworld sale to the general public again for the second year in a row. We had such an amazing response to the online version of our Transworld sale last year that we just felt like we had to bring that back to everybody who still isn't able to make it to Transworld for one reason or another. Lastly, we're doing a $30 flat rate shipping across the U.S. for uh, UPS uh, domestic shipping. We're still working on international um, shipping discounts. So hang in tight, you guys. I know the discounts hardly ever apply to you guys, but we're working on that and we appreciate you guys so very much. The sale will be at the same time frame as the trade show will be in person. So that will be uh, March 17th through March 20th. So that's that Thursday, March 17th through Sunday, March 20th. I know we had talked in November at IAPA about and the, any supply chain issues. So far, we are not anticipating any issues um, with our supply chain. We do order a lot of silicone ahead of time, knowing that you guys are going to be ordering from us for the trade show season uh, going into Transworld and beyond. So I know you guys are launching new designs. Is there a particular design that you want to call out? Yes. So we are bringing only one new design for now to Transworld. It's actually a design that Roy Woolley sculpted for us when he was out uh, about a year and a half ago. And uh, it's going to be called The Unseelie. Um, And we're going to kind of leave it at that. If you guys are familiar with The Unseelie term is, hopefully that kind of gives you a little bit of ideas as to the direction that this design is going to be. So having been in the silicone mask business for 17 years, I'm sure that you have a front row seat to some of the trends that are occurring. Could you tell us what you have noticed in terms of trends of these past few years in your area? So, yes, we are seeing a general change in how people are using silicone masks, even outside of the haunt industry. Obviously, that's where we started. 
But we have grown so much more than that. And our consumer base has grown so much more than that. We have gotten to cosplayers, to individual buyers, to just plain old collectors, especially when we had our um, our license lines with Marvel and Universal Monsters. So the the type of people who are buying the masks are so varied and so far in between. And they span the world, honestly. You know, it's not just the United States who are buying masks for Halloween. It's people who are in Finland. It's people in Australia. It's people in Japan. It's the people in the Middle East. It's amazing to see the impact that the silicone mask has, not just in our own Halloween haunted house community, but outside of that as well. Why do you think that is? I think it's because they're so cool, honestly. And honestly, social media, I'm not going to lie. People love to see the mask. They love to see it in motion, especially the silicone masks. There's a lot of people who are buying our masks or our gloves and all of our products and assembling them into characters that they use on TikTok to do amazing videos. Um, so I think it's it's the ability to have that for their own and and to see how they can create their own character really, really resonates with people. So I think more people are really into cosplay than they ever anticipated. And I really like seeing that. That's a really fun to see grow. Is it correct to say that kind of the barriers to entry have been lowered? So if the individual consumer on their own can create a character like this by using your products, just kind of off the shelf, that creates a lower barrier to entry for the haunted houses, which means that the quality floor has been raised, as in, you know, there's the expectation if you're going to go to a paid event that it's going to be of a certain quality because the end consumer could just do it for their TikToks. Yeah, so... People being exposed to silicon masks has really opened up the industry and set an expectation level for any live events that are happening now. When a consumer can go out and buy a mask that's better than some of the stuff that they're seeing at some of these events, it kind of sets something. So using the silicon mask throughout the industry has lowered the barrier to produce a good event. You know, you can go out and you can buy an off-the-shelf, match it up with some good wardrobe, all of a sudden you have an icon character that everyone will remember just like that TikTok guy that they say, saw in the video. You know, you'll have that constant comparison to things that are being seen live in there. So yeah, so as a haunt, it's a double-edged sword. The challenge is keeping it an affordable option for the everyday person. And that's why there is a transfer sale coming up. Exactly. <laughs> so there's been a lot of talk recently about demand and different suppliers are in different positions. So I'm really curious, how is it going for you? What are you seeing in terms of demand? I mean, demand is continually increasing, which is fantastic. We are on a good time frame. We're on our average time frame for most silicone mask orders, which is about six to eight weeks. If you're getting one or two pieces, we're probably sticking at about that eight week turnaround time frame. So what do you see as the future of online sales? And do you think that trade shows are still important? I see Online sales as that will continue to grow. Uh, we, we've seen the growth over the last couple of years and the trends seem like there are still a lot of online sales. In fact, we process online sales orders every day, whether it be a, during a sale that we're having or just everyday business. Our product is a product that you want to get your hands on and feel. Silicone is such a subtle material that that's the beauty of going to a trade show or one of the conventions that we attend. And we still attend six, six or seven conventions per year live because a lot of people have never had a chance to actually come out and touch and feel the masks. Trade shows will never go away. They, they have their value for their, 
But we also have a lot of customers that, you know, we've been around for 17 years. They know our product. They don't need to come over and try a mask on. They already know it's going to fit them perfectly. It's going to be of high quality. Those are the ones that just place orders online. They have no issue doing it. We actually like it. It's very efficient for us to be able to take those online orders. But again, it's, it's that double-edged sword of the, the masks are an investment. So you do want to come by and some people that have never tried one on, come on by the booth, try one on, know how it feels. Once you try a mask on, you're buying it. I'm just going to warn you about that. That's, that's the, the thing is everyone tries them on and they fall in love. It, it is a balancing act right now. Most of our sales used to be all conventions and trade shows and bulk orders. That has definitely shifted, but we don't see trade shows going. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Haunt Topic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, Haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.